Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are now in tune to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with Prophetess Servola and Dr. Charlene. Women Camp is a broadcast designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all sisters, here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with Prophetess Servola and Dr. Charlene. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you all so much for being with us today here on Women Camp. We're so excited to have you with us today because today we start a new segment. And just to recap our previous segment, if you guys have the opportunity or the time to log in to the um, our blog top radio or you can catch some of these on YouTube, I'm sorry, on Facebook at our various links and pages where we talk about some of the dynamics of what um, what authenticity is all about and why authenticity is so important for us as women, especially women of faith, being real with ourselves and being real with others and living the life that God has destined us to live is so important for us. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't had the opportunity, to go back through and listen to those different segments that we did on authenticity because they are sure to be an encouragement to you and sure to, you know, elevate your heart, your spirit, your mind, and just cause you to walk into a dimension with God that, you know, you you will experience on a whole new plane. I'm so excited for us to start the series that we have this this month of September. And because this is so important to me, you know, a lot of different people that I've come into contact with over the last few years have been just dealing with this thing and, and, and they've been hurt in some shape, form, or fashion. And the healing that is necessary, sometimes they feel is just escaping them. And so as we were pushing out for our top ten list of things um, that women face, one of the things that our, our women and our Facebook followers had said to us is, hey, we hurt and we don't know how to deal with that hurt. And that hurt can sometimes be so overwhelming and we don't know how to respond to it. You know, could you talk about hurt and overcoming past hurt and um, how can we heal? And so today, ladies, we're about to dive into this subject matter. And last week, you know, when I kind of alluded to it, I talked about, you know, needing tissues and and just being ready for an in-depth conversation. And you know what? Uh, I'm already feeling it now, and this week has been just so powerful to me already, just hearing different testimonies from different people um, in reference to the book that I've written called Fearless and how the book has helped them to take the steps that they need to take in order to receive the healing that they need to receive in their lives. So this is just such an awesome subject matter for us to dive into, and I hope that you guys will listen to these broadcasts over and over and over to receive exactly what God has in store for you through these segments. So today we're going to talk about, you know, helping to heal, and we want to talk about how, you know, sometimes when we are hurt, 
we don't like to acknowledge that we're hurting. We don't like to acknowledge that that pain is there. Um, we we try to avoid it. I know sometimes when I'm hurting, I try to act as if um, the pain is not existent or that I'm strong. And if I show any form of vulnerability, then that's somehow some form of weakness. And so I just wanted to to we're going to dive into that today and just having a discussion about why is it so important to acknowledge the hurt, but we don't want to get stuck there in acknowledging the hurt. We want to know, yeah, the hurt is there, the pain is there, but also we recognize that it's normal to feel that way, and then we'll talk about how to feel, you know, hurt without self-victimization. So we have on the line with us this morning um, Minister Trisha, and she's going to talk with us a little bit about the subject matter. I'm so honored to have these ladies and for them to just chime in with us and be able to come on board and have these discussions about help me to heal, heal me, and and I need your help to overcome past hurt. So, Trisha, if you would, just chime in here and just we're going to dive right into the subject matter here and helping us to understand why we need to acknowledge the fact that we are hurt. Good morning, everyone. How are you this bright morning uh, down here in Florida? It is quite shiny, and I'm thankful that the rain has subsided so that as you can get outside and actually enjoy this great location that the Lord has blessed us to be in. Um, Prophetess, thank you for the topic on today. Um, it's a topic that has definitely been um, needed amongst the women digest the body of Christ, but all of us. The topic at hand that I was given is acknowledging that you hurt, period. And as women, sometimes that is a very difficult thing for us because sometimes we believe that if we acknowledge that someone or something or an action that was done hurt us, it makes us weak. It makes us soft, and because we are supposed to be these strong women, then if I acknowledge that you hurt me, then it also means that I have to acknowledge that I allowed you to get close to me to actually be able to hurt me after I have probably made a promise to myself that I wouldn't get hurt again or I wouldn't let someone get close to me again, and so I'm just not going to acknowledge that it exists. But studies have shown, psychology it says, you know, the first step to actually healing or getting over a situation is we have to acknowledge that a problem even exists. And so if we are never honest with ourselves that we are hurt, that a problem exists, that someone hurt us, that they did something that we didn't like, then it hinders us from being able to move on to the next steps of healing. And the Bible tells us that the truth shall set us free. And that means that as long as we're living in a lie, as long as we're living in a box, as long as we're living in these um, boundaries and these walls are up that we created, that we are saying, hey, there's not a problem, I'm all good, then that's how the enemy entraps us. And the Bible says that, you know, we're supposed to be free, that, that God came for us to have freedom, to have liberty, and we can't be free if we're not honest with ourselves, if we won't tell the truth about the situation. And so it's very important for us to be honest. I know in my life there are situations where my husband has done something and he's like, you know, hey, I'm sorry. Right? I'm like, nope, I'm good. I'm straight. Ain't nothing wrong. Nope, you ain't hurt my feelings. I don't care. It's nothing. I'm accustomed to you doing it. It's whatever. But those are the, you know, the barriers that we create 
um, in our lives to to cause ourselves to be safe, you know, to say, hey, I'm, this is my way of preventing you from hurting me again. But when we acknowledge and learn how to trust in God, then we know we don't have to have those barriers anymore because he has our best interest at heart. And it does not mean that we won't get hurt. It doesn't mean that people won't disappoint us. But it means that when we take those barriers, barriers down, those walls down, it means that we trust God in his totality. We trust him knowing that, God, no matter what comes our way, we know that you can fix it no matter what happens, that you are still in control, and that, that the scripture is true, that you said that all things will work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so when we acknowledge the truth, when we admit, hey, you know, this, this thing hurt me, this, this thing, this issue that I'm having that I thought I was dealing with, I'm not dealing with it anymore. It's not good. I actually didn't deal with it at all. I swept it under the rug. Like many of the situations in our lives, you know, many of us grew up in households where when uh, we were sexually abused or physically abused or verbally um, abused. And so we pretend like it never existed. We swept it under the rug because we were told that what happens in this house stays in this house. But what they failed to realize is that it didn't stay in this house because as long as it stayed in you, then it carried throughout the rest of your life and it didn't just impact you but it impacts your circle and impacts the people around you because if you were sexually abused when you were a child when you go out into the world you're very protective of men or ultimately what you do is is you try to find love and you're not exactly sure where that love is or what that love is defined as and so you begin to give yourself away freely all because we failed to mention the one thing that we got a problem that there's something wrong, that there's something out of place, out of order in our lives, but yet we're failing to acknowledge that issue. And so if we realize that, hey, once we acknowledge it and then we can move on, then it prevents the enemy from keeping us held hostage. It prevents the enemy from having victory over us in that situation. It prevents the enemy from being able to um, hinder our growth. Because the Bible says that we are overcome by the words of our testimony. And so if we are not even acknowledging that we have a problem and it stops us from being healed, then we can't even testify and be able to give God glory for the healing that he's going to take, that's going to take place in our lives because we're still entrapped in the fact that we're pretending that there's absolutely nothing wrong. And so it is so vital for us to acknowledge it, so vital for us to admit it, so that when we are done with the process, when God has healed us in, all, in, in the totality of our healing and we receive our healing in its completeness, we're actually able to go out and help someone else to be able to testify about how God placed us or took us from one area and then healed us and we were restored and we are whole because of the process. Amen. Amen. Oh my goodness, this is so. Uh, as you were as you were just sharing with us, um, Trisha, I just thought about what kind of barriers, you know, do we as women put in place to protect ourselves? In a sense, to say I'm not going to be hurt anymore. And so, I mean, yes. I like watching romantic movies. I mean, I am. Mm-hmm. I love romantic movies. So anytime my husband wants to sit and cuddle up, I want to just put on a chick flick and watch some some good loving movies that makes me feel so yes. good and makes me want to, you know, nestle up to my boo. And, you know, but when I watch them time and time again, there is this story of women putting up these barriers to protect themselves 
to keep away, keep the, the bad out and allow the good in. But a lot of times Absolutely. what we find as women, when we put up those barriers, we're blocking everything out, not just That's the bad, true. but the good with the bad. You yes. know, and I think that when we begin to acknowledge the hurt, that it removes the enemy's power from trapping us in the cycle of reliving our hurt over and over again. Because I think that's what those barriers are about. You know, we put those barriers up and we say, hey, I'm going to protect myself. You're not going to get in deep. And, you know, and then we, so we do that. And then all of a sudden we start reliving this cycle over and over and over again of hurt. And we're trying to figure out, well, man, maybe I need to put a stronger barrier up. Maybe I just don't need to talk to nobody. You know, yes. and I think that mm-hmm. that's something that we do. We, we push ourselves into these boxes and say, well, everybody's out to get me. So I'm just not safe at all. I mean, have absolutely. you guys ever been in that kind of a situation? Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> oh, hey, Pastelli. Good morning. <laughs> you know, I think that we've all experienced that. And I want to talk about that just for a little bit. You know, I want us to be a little, you know, open and vulnerable with the ladies that are listening today and just kind of share our different experiences for me. It was, you know, during the time frame when I when I was pregnant with Daniela and I, you know, she came to, to being and she was so beautiful and I was just like, God, you know, how could you bless me with such a beautiful gift? And then, you know, then the relationship that I was in, just it just fell apart. It fell apart while she was in my womb, but it just even more fell apart. And I was so angry and I was so bitter. And I got to a place to where I didn't really trust very many people um, and then, you know, then I, as I was transitioning, I transitioned home, and I just struggled with, you know, not just trusting people, but trusting myself. I think, Trisha, you kind of hit on this when you said that you deal with, when you when you have to acknowledge that you're hurt, you, you know, sometimes if you don't acknowledge it, you don't acknowledge it because you have to deal with the fact that you promised yourself something and you broke the promise to yourself. Yes, mm. Yes, ma'am. You know, definitely. and, it, and that, that's a that tough that you have. Yeah, you know that's a tough, tough thing to deal with. That you said, you know, you promised yourself, and that was something that I dealt with. I was like, man, I promised myself that this was not going to happen to me. I promised myself that this was not going to be me, and and so I I kept reliving that hurt over and over and again, and just telling myself how I felt so stupid and how I felt so, you know, how could you fall for that? How could you be so naive and thinking that, you know, and putting all your hopes out there like that and just not even recognizing. But then in doing that, I was pushing myself into a box from not even being able to see the love of God that was right in front of my face. I was putting myself in. And how many times do we do that? We we push people away. And while we're pushing people away, we push God away. Because we don't want to acknowledge the fact, hey, you know what? Yeah, maybe I did break a promise that I made to myself, but that's not the end of the world. My life didn't stop at that point. And at some point, we have to reengage ourselves and acknowledge it and be able to move forward. You know, I, I, I'm excited about this subject, as you all can see this morning. I'm live and ready to go because <laughs> I think that it's, it's, it's a subject matter that just, 
gets to the heart of us as women because we are so sensitive, and that's not in a bad way. I don't look at my sense. At first I did, I, you know, because I cry on every chick flick. I'm, like, tearing up. I need a roll of toilet paper because it's about to drain. <laughs> it's just about to rain. You know, the tears about to flush out. It's about to be real up in there. But there's a, that side of me that's sensitive, that's not a bad thing. It helps me to be compassionate. It helps me to empathize with other people. It helps me to be able to share my feelings. And at one point I felt that there was something completely wrong with being that person. And that's when I began to lose myself when I didn't allow myself to be who I truly am. And that's what happens when we just don't acknowledge the hurt. You know, and, and, and I, Doc, and I think you're up because I'm, I'm swallowing up time, just talking about the subject matter because it means so much to me. But, you know, tell us why hurting is okay, why it's normal for us as women to experience hurt and for us not to, you know, I think one of the tricks of the enemy is that he tries to make us feel that we're the only one. Oh, you know, and, and, and not, you know, like we're the only one who's ever experienced the hurt that we're experiencing. So just just share with us a little bit. <laughs> well, Prophetess, you all were uh, actually just right all into everything that, that I believe that not only just women deal with on a, um, a daily basis, but just people in general deal with uh, uh, the this, this form of hurt and and we need healing, and we need to have an understanding of how the healing comes with hurt. And and um, uh, at the topic that I have is feeling hurt is normal. And I was, when I first uh, was looking at that, I was like, oh my God, you know, and, you know, uh, it's it's okay for us to accept it. <laughs> and, but I was uh, as I began to 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 pray and and, and do a little reading and studying on it. I realized that you know, uh, you you look at the parallel. If there was no hurt, then you would never have an appreciation for the unhurt or the good that's 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 uh, uh, in your life. So the hurt yeah. is there, and it's 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 different things. We all hurt in different ways. We all hurt, uh, uh, or, or we view hurt differently. But the process of it is that we need to know how to come out of it. It's a normal process. Uh, it's a normal thing for us to have hurt in our lives and, and disappointments. I equate the hurts to disappointments because most of the time it's something that has has disappointed us, that has let us down, that has you know uh, 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 not lived up to the standard of what we were uh, thinking. You know, uh, this thing was going to live up to. So the hurt comes. It, it comes in many forms in many ways. But in the process of it is we have to learn how to acknowledge it, as, as uh, uh, Minister Tricia said, and not just acknowledge it, but then take on the, 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 the next step from acknowledging and, and realizing that, you know what, okay, I can live beyond this. I can move beyond this process. And I take you for an example, Prophetess, because you you said, you know, you, you gave your testimony of how, it was when you, you know, were pregnant and, and the relationship uh, that you were in, it, it just was, you know, it ended and uh, you were just hurting. You you put yourself in a box because you felt like, okay, how did I get here? You know, why did I want, you know, why am I here? You know, this is not what I was planning. You know, this is not what I wanted in life and things like that. But the But that hurt came. But, you know, in the process of that hurt coming, 
you dealt with it. Even though you went in a box, you moved back, you, you sheltered yourself. And, and sometimes we need the sheltering to, so that the healing can come. And, and, and what happens is as the hurt comes, the normal thing is for us to say, I can go beyond this. I can live beyond this. And that's what I saw in your testimony, that you acknowledged the hurt you reserved yourself and put yourself in a, in a reserved state. But from that reserved state, the healing began. And as the healing came, then you were able to move on. And, I, and, and right now today I can attest, I know that, that that process of your life, it was devastating, but yet now as you look back on it, you can say, oh, but I moved beyond that. I moved from that. The, 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 the danger is when people can't move yes, from yes. the hurt. When you can't go beyond where you've been hurt, and then when you can't go beyond where you've been hurt, then there's a, a serious uh, uh, problem there. There's a serious danger that can erupt. It can, I mean, it's as if a volcano is about to, you know, explode. And as, and and if you don't get some help quick, if you don't acknowledge that there's a problem here, then you're going to explode and you're going to erupt and it's going to be devastating. So the, you have to acknowledge the hurt and realize that hurt is going to come. Disappointments are going to come. But the normal process of this is to acknowledge it and to begin to move on from it. Get in a still place and seek the face of God. Begin to pray. I think, you know, uh, as, uh, you know I was thinking about this and I, I was thinking about Hannah. You know, Hannah was a prime example of someone being hurt. You know, and, and there's so many others, through, you know, uh, through the Bible with powerful, powerful, powerful testimonies of, of the hurt that they went through, but how they came out on top. And, and Job was another one. But I want to focus on Hannah, you know, because we're talking with women. And Hannah was, she was being tormented. She was just, just being, she was so hurt by not being able to bring forth a child for her husband. But Benaiah, uh, 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 the other wife, which he had two wives, his second wife, she was able to bear children. It was like she was just bringing forth children one after the other. And it, this thing grieved her. This thing hurt her, hurt Hannah, because she wanted to be able to have a child. And, and, and the process of this is she was hurt, she was bitter, she was going through, but she went into the house of God. As she went into the temple, the Bible says that she was praying, and she was, you know, making these dedications unto God and, and, and telling God what she would be willing to if he would just give her a child. And, and, and the whole process that she went through with the, the bitterness and the sorrow of heart and the priest, uh, uh, Eli, recognizing what was going on and, 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 and Elkanah, her husband, recognizing that she was sorrowful and she was sad and she was hurt and she was, you know, in, I would say pitiful, you know, in a sense, you know. But at the same time, she didn't stay in that spot. She sought the face of God. And as she sought the face of God, God answered her prayer. He gave her a son. She brought forth a son. And see, the thing about it is when when we ask God to deliver us or to help us through this healing process of this thing, this this devastation or this disappointment in our lives, once God brings us the answer and once he brings us out, we have to make sure we do what we told him we were going to do. We have to continue to uphold the word that we have spoken and declared out of our mouth. So God is going to do, he's going to work, he's going to move on our behalf, but we have to seek his face. And in the process of the hurt, realize that it's going to come. It's, it's, it's something that 
in life that we're going to deal with. It might be your football team didn't win. You know, your basketball team didn't win. You didn't win the uh, uh, debate that you were in. You know, whatever it could be, you didn't get the promotion that you wanted. Whatever it is, whatever the hurt is, it's a normal process, and you can live beyond that. That's the thought that we have to have in our minds. We can live beyond this disappointment in our lives. Life continues to go on. Amen. Wow. Um, Step in. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Amen. It's you just know, so Don, I am so excited about what you just shared because I think that that's that that will be the coin of what we have we want to share with women as we are going through this month. We can live beyond the hurt. Amen. We can live beyond the hurt. And Amen. we have to just staple that in our minds that we can live beyond the hurt. Prophet Samantha. Amen. Uh, good morning, everyone. God bless you. This is such a powerful topic, Prophetess Savola. Um, as we talk about, and, and, and Pastor Charlene, she just she just pitched it to me. But uh, how to feel hurt without the self victimization is the topic that I'm I'm speaking on this morning. And even as as Pastor Charlene was saying, feeling hurt is normal. Um, it's staying in the place of the victim that becomes dangerous. Uh, the hurt is normal, but the victimization is not. It, it's amazing because as I began to study, and they talked about human beings and and having they said that human beings have the ability to adapt to many things, to many different situations in our lives, we are, we're able to adapt. But we were never meant to adapt to self-pity. We were never meant to adapt to self-victimization when we talk about being hurt. We were built to be overcomers. God created us to be overcomers. And so when you talk about um, help me to heal because I'm, I'm in this place where I feel hurt, but I also recognize, and that goes back to what Minister uh, Tricia was saying, I have to acknowledge that I am hurt. I have to recognize that I'm hurt and that I'm still playing the victim, and sometimes that goes way back, Prophet Savola. It goes way back, and that that hurt trigger, it goes way back, and, and sometimes it, it goes back years, and it's only when someone pushes the button that a person begins to display that um, their victim mentality. They're good in every other area, but it's that one button that if you push that button, then you're going to receive me. You're going to see me revert back to to that self pity, to that self hurt, to that self victimization. Like I said, the hurt is real and it's normal. The trauma that that a person goes through is is a real thing. But it's how we respond to it, or it's, it's how we choose to overcome it that makes the difference. A lot of people slip into thinking of themselves as the victim, that they have little or no control over their lives because of something that happened to them. And maybe it happened in childhood, maybe it happened in your teen years, maybe it happened in your adult years, but they feel like they have no control over their lives. And so um, it becomes a mental issue. They play the victim. Um, People feel sorry for themselves, and they believe that the world is against them. Um, They get stuck in that victim mentality, mentality, little or 
no action is taken, and they get lost in sadness and self-pity. But my job on this morning is to talk about feeling hurt without the self-victimization. The thing about self-victimization, uh, Prophetess Savola, is that people begin to see a, a benefit to it. So when, when there's this self-victimization that takes place, the, it, it it manifests because of a hurt or a trauma, and and prophetess uh, and, and Dr. Charlene was was hitting on it because she talked about how we um, revert when we've been hurt. When I when I hurt my knee uh, some years ago, my leg atrophied; it got stuck. Um, it was bent; it was in a bent position. And so the doctors, the physical therapists, they were saying, "Well, um, if you don't." Your your knee did what it was supposed to do. The muscles around it began to contract because they recognized that there was a hurt place. But if you don't do what needs to be done, you're always going to walk with a limp. And I said, wait a minute, that's that's not what God designed for me. And so I, my mentality began to change towards the situation I was in. I wanted to be healed. And so a lot of times when a person has been in um, in a trauma, when they've been in a place of hurt and the hurt was real, they began to see benefits of being the victim. Problem is they, they see those benefits and it's actually a distorted picture. Um, the attention, <clears throat> excuse me, the attention and the validation they see that they get attention from playing the victim. They see that there's a validation from playing the victim. The victim likes that other people are concerned about them and trying to help them. And, and so before the trauma happened, it was the last place they remember feeling good. So they try to hold on to that and keep, and keep it working. The problem is eventually people get tired when someone is always playing the victim. And I, I have to say this, uh, Prophetess Savola, because I really want uh, people to understand how powerful this topic is help me to heal um heal me from this 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 place of hurt the 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 problem is when you talk about being the the victim is that victims will actually get upset about this topic because they're trying to protect themselves and so what needs to happen is is the realization of yeah i am playing the victim and how do i get out of this place um victims don't take they don't take risk for fear of failure and rejection so victims don't like to take risk, not realizing that all those things are a part of growth. When we learn that it's okay for us to take a risk, it's okay for us to experience what we call failure, that we're actually, and if we renew our minds, we begin to see that it wasn't really a failure. It was just something that I was able to learn from. It was a risk, but I took it, and it made me braver. It made me bolder. It made me um, have the, the faith to step out and to walk on water. So victims don't take risk for fear of failure. Victims don't take personal responsibility because it's easier not to. It's always somebody else's fault. It's that distorted viewpoint. And victims gain pleasure from feeling like everyone else or just someone else is wrong and they are right. It's a desire to regain some level of control, but they manipulate it. So how do we feel hurt without the self-victimization? Glory be to God. Wow. To bring to break out of the victim mentality, a person has to be okay with giving up what they have perceived as benefits. I'm going to say that again. To break out of the victim mentality, a person has to be okay with giving up what they've perceived as benefits. Um, they have to feel, that, feel your life with new thinking that may be uncomfortable at first because it's, it's become a part of who they are for so long. 
it, it became those muscles contracting and trying to protect the hurt place. Um, so we have to take hold of the word. The word tells us in Philippians 2 and 5 to let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. And how do we do that? Because we, we quote that scripture a lot, but I don't think people really have taken it to heart and understand how we do that. And that the way that we do that, let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. Whatever that place of hurt was, whatever that place of trauma was, whatever that place of pain was, we have to begin to take the word of God and, and begin to look at ourselves through the word of God. When we understand that we are a reflection, we are light. That's what God said. said. He said that we are light, but we are a reflection of him. And so when we take his word concerning whatever the hurt is, whatever the pain is that we felt, and we begin to um, renew our minds through the word, it becomes it becomes a changing, and it brings us out of that place of self-victimization. Um, one of the most powerful scriptures uh, for me, especially in the beginning, and I still go back to it, um, was in Philippians 4 and 8. And it said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Because it, it truly becomes a renewing of the mind because that hurt came to um, distort our viewpoint. It came to distort our, our way of thinking and the way that we see ourselves. So when we are able to take the word of God, it renews our mind. Uh, glory be to God. And so we have to get to that place where we say, well, we recognize what that hurt trigger is because that's what the enemy does. He continually tries to push our button to get us back into the place of playing the victim. And, you know, one of the other things is, that we have to understand that it's not okay, that it's okay to not be the victim. Um, for so long, you know, if you if you played the victim for a long time, um, you've become comfortable right. in that place of, of playing the, the victim. So you might experience a sort of emptiness within you when you let go of a victim thinking. Um, if you spent hours upon hours thinking about how people have wronged you and seeing everybody as that person that have wronged you, then it it becomes a way of life. And so when you're getting ready to release that, you I need something in place of the victim mentality, and that has to be the overcomer mentality. God said, yea, in all these things right. we are more than conquerors. And so that's the type of mentality we have to take we have to take on. And then we have to begin to take responsibility for our lives. Um, Understanding that um, there were things that set out to damage us, and and not and I think uh, Minister Tricia said it. Not only does it just damage us, but it begins to damage the relationships. It begins to damage our ambitions because if we we're ambitious people and God has created in us or He's in, imparted into us the ability to be successful, fear and and fear of failure will keep us from stepping out on water and doing the things that God actually uh, instilled in us to be able to do um being a damaged person will um it will it will affect our our overall achievements so that hurt will not stop until we wise up and take responsibility for our lives and there's right. really no way around it we have to say uh, that you know i was i was preparing a paper and one of the things that I, I wrote on the paper is that i truly believe that god has placed inside of each and every one of us um a, a, an ability to be resilient we just need someone sometimes yeah. we to 
such a place of hurt that we need someone sometimes to just coach us and tell us that we are more than conquerors, that there is that resiliency inside of us that we have to begin to tap into because it's been so um, overlayered with the hurt and the pain that we've been in. And another thing, Prophetess Savola, is that we have to see um, that, praise God, we're not as much of a victim as we think we are. Um, yeah. Because one of the things, I, when I first graduated from college, I worked at a shelter in Tallahassee. And I was someone that experienced a lot of hurt and pain as a youth. And as I began to work with those children, as I began to work with those teenagers, as much as I thought my situation was so very bad, and it was in my own viewpoint, There, I began to see children that had it much worse than I did, and that doesn't make it better. But what I began to tap into is that there's always, as much as you tell your story, there's always somebody else that can really trump your story. And so, But when we mm-hmm. began to tap to ourselves and say, you know what, God, that happened to me, but that's not what God created for me. That wasn't his desire for me. That wasn't his plan for me. And I have the ability to overcome this particular situation because God desires for me to be whole. He desires for me to be healed. And another thing, prophetess, is that we have to forgive. It seems it's almost like forgiving has become cliche-ish, but when we begin to let go and let God, when we begin to forgive people, we create in us the ability to be whole. We create in us a joy. The joy begins to come back. The love begins to come back because we're not holding on to something anymore that we were never created to hold on to anyway. And so when we begin to forgive others, then we begin to see the the joy coming back and that person that God created us to be, it begins to um shine again. And we begin to turn when we begin to turn our focus outward and help somebody else. When we begin to help others instead of staying in that place that, that those boundaries that we created, then we begin to get out of that place of self victimization and I'm gonna end on this last one. Sometimes we have to give ourselves a break as well. When we're 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 wanting to move from that place of being hurt and getting out of that place of self victimization, it's a process. It becomes a process, especially depending yes. upon how long you've held on to the hurt and how long you've held on to the pain, the pain and how long you've played the victim. It's a process to get out of it. And so there are going to be days when you, you are on top and you, you know that you're, you're, um, you're more than a conqueror, and then there are going to be, there's going to be something that hits and you feel like you're playing the victim again or you're able to recognize in this stage that you're playing the victim again. As long as you can recognize it, as long as you can acknowledge Knowledge it, yes. then that I can get out of it as well. Amen. And so I, I'm just going to stop right there, Prophetess Savola, because I know I've taken up a this lot of the good. time. <laughs> I love, no. I absolutely love this topic, helping people to heal. That's 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 what God created us to be able to do. That the yes. hurt that, the, that yes. we've experienced, that we turn around and we pull somebody else up. Amen. So glory be to God. This has been this is so so impactful to me because I feel like we're walking this journey of some things that I've experienced in my life and Prophet Samantha as you were talking and you were sharing with us about the importance of you know recognizing that we have to take on an overcomer mentality I think Dr Charlene had hit on that you know when I was going through all of the devastation the hurt the pain the frustration the irritation the the regret all of those feelings were coming to my mind but I had to to decide on something. I remember when Daniela was in my womb, 
and I just had, had just getting, gotten some bad news, and, and it was just really, really, really bothering me. And I felt her move inside of me. And it brought such a level of joy in my heart, and I began to divert my focus from my problem to, to the new life that was growing inside of me. And I think of that from this perspective. There is a new life that's always on the other side of the hurt, that's always on the other side of the pain, that's always on the other side of the frustration. But sometimes if we are not careful, if we become, if we get into that cycle of victimization, we don't allow ourselves to see that new life. We don't allow ourselves to see God birthing something new through us, out of us, and for us. And so yeah. if, we're not, if we're not seeing it, then we don't believe that it's possible. If we don't see it, then we, when we, we begin to doubt God and we begin to say, God, well, I thought that this was going to be the case, but I guess it's not. Or I thought this was going to happen, but I guess it's not. And so it's very important for us to change our view. Um, Prophet Samantha, you hit on this like the nail on the head. It's so important for us to change our view. We've got to shift. Sometimes we can be so embogged down in what we have been seeing within ourselves and the pain and the hurt and the frustration that we have been dealing with that we cannot see beyond that. But, you know, as Prophet Samantha just gave us the example of how she thought, you know, her life had been so horrible, and then when she began to go and see that someone else had been through something worse, then it removed that, that isolation feeling from her, from feeling like I'm the only one. I'm the one that's been dealing with this. I'm the one who can trump this issue or that issue. And and you're right, there there's sometimes that that euphoric feeling that comes when you're a when you're a victim being able to share your victim story with another victim so that you can continue to to pride yourself in what you've experienced as a victim but you know what there is so much of a greater joy so much of a greater um um you know um vision and future to look forward to when you begin to tell the story of how you overcame what you were in the middle of, how you didn't allow that to stop you, how you didn't allow that to hinder you from seeing and from feeling what God has set before you. One of the things that you said you ended with was so important to me was to give yourself a break. You know, because a lot of times when we have been hurt, we we automatically blame ourselves, we automatically blame other people. But that self-hurt, the, the, where we've broken the promise to ourselves, that's where we've got to give ourselves a break at. That's where we've got to recognize that we're growing, that we're learning, that we are, you know, that this is a part of the process, becoming a mature person, you know, yes. becoming the person that God intended for us to be, that we're going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. And when we put our own selves on the pedestal, we make it impossible for us to be able to, to, have, to see our imperfections and move past them. But if we take ourselves off the pedestal and give ourselves a break and say, you know what, it's okay, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, it's going to be all right, keep moving forward. Have that resiliency and recognize that you will weather the storm. You're going to make it through. And there are many ladies that are out there that are listening to us today who are in the middle of hurt or who have experienced hurt. And like Providence Samantha said, when that hurt trigger gets pushed, then we automatically roll back into that victimization wheel. We let go of, you know, we get to that point as a, as a, as a saying or out there now saying, we'd be like, Jesus, take the wheel. And instead of Jesus taking the wheel, the victim mentality takes the wheel. And so we begin to relive that over and over. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've struggled with. You don't know, okay, that's, that's good. I understand that. And I don't know. But when are you going to move past that? Because we have to recognize that our hurt does not have to become who we are. Amen. 
It doesn't have to become who you are. You don't have to wear that as a badge of honor on your sleeve. You don't have to wear victim as your badge of honor. You can trade that in for victor. Amen. You are the overcomer. You have, you know, overcame the enemy through the blood of Jesus Christ. So every situation that you face, every test, every trial, every triumph, and every failure, there, he is present. And sometimes all we have to do is let him in. You know, as Pastor was talking about the story, uh, Dr. Charlene, when she was talking about the story of Hannah, I thought about the story of Hannah because, you know, I share in that. After I had Daniela, my husband and I had a desire to have a child, and we have not been able to have a child. And so there's a certain level of contentment that God had just blessed me with to be fulfilled in where I was in my life. But before that contentment came over and that appreciation and that joy came over and that thankfulness and gratefulness took over my life, there was a sense of feeling empty. There was a sense of feeling like a victim, like, God, why can't I give birth? Why can't I? I see people around me that are giving birth. They don't even want their kids, and I want one, and you won't let me have one. You know, and and so I had to, to, to stop looking at it from that perspective and change my focus and change my view and be thankful for what God had already placed in front of me. He had already given me three beautiful children. You know, and and so instead of being, you know, in a sense, victim, falling in that victim mentality and being selfish about what I couldn't have, I had to recognize the blessing in what I did have. And sometimes when we're hurt, it clouds our vision from seeing the blessings that are right in front of our face. You know, Hannah's husband said to her, look, babe, I'm happy with where we are. I'm happy with what we got going on. But Hannah wasn't happy because she had Penina just continually prodding at her saying, I can have kids, but you can't. And how many times have we hurt, when we're hurt as women, that we allow other people to engage us and to basically tear that wound open more and more and more and push those hurt triggers that causes us, if we're not, if we're not careful, we'll go the opposite direction of Hannah. We won't go to God. We won't go to praying. We'll go down that road of depression. We'll go down that road of self-pity, and we'll large ourselves into that place for years and years and years. And mm-hmm. I've seen it happen time and time again. Yes. And if that's you right now, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you, sis, to just break out of that box. Don't allow fear you in that way to keep you trapped in that bondage and making you feel like you cannot get beyond this hurt. Because you, you are victorious through Jesus Christ. There has already been a precious price paid for you. And all you have to do is receive him and let him in. Because there is a level of joy that's waiting for you. There is a level of peace that's waiting for you. There is a level of love that's waiting for you. And I'm telling you, when I was in that danger zone, as Providence Samantha was talking about earlier, when I was in that danger zone of self-victimization and I was just in that rotation of just feeling the hurt over and over and over again, I didn't think that God loved me. People would tell me that God loved me and it would bring me to tears, but part of me just felt like I was so unworthy that he couldn't possibly love me. Like, I had already done so much wrong, and my mind was filled with so much negative thought 
that I just felt like I was just not even worthy to be loved, let alone by God or even myself. And sometimes we can push ourselves so far into that box to where that's where we're at. We feel that no one loves us. They can't possibly love us. They can't possibly see the joy that's inside of us or, or that, that, that flower that we are that's waiting to blossom. But I'm telling you, sis, God knows you, and he has that love that's standing right there and ready to embrace you and ready to pour into you. But you know what? You've got to take that lid off. And let mm-hmm. him get, let him in. Amen. Let him in. You've got you've got to take that lid off, and you've got to let him in. And when you let him in, oh my goodness, I'm here to tell you from personal experience. There's so much of a, a fullness of life that comes. It's like that rose or or that that plant that you you knew was a you know when you don't have a green thumb and you have a plant that's like on the verge of dying and then all of a sudden you turn it over to somebody who has a green thumb and then they bring that plant back to life and you're like is that the same plant you know it just starts to, the leaves start to blossom the the flowers start to bud and you're just like wow and I remember. I had this this ivy that I had with me, and I brought it home, and I sat it in my mom's house, and and my mom has a green thumb, and you know, thank, thankfully it's 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 flowing to me in my later years in life, but in my earlier years it was I was just too distracted, I guess. But anyway, so I brought it there, and then I remember just putting a little piece of the plant, and all of a sudden this thing just started growing. And my mama said something like, one time, if you talk to your plants, they'll grow even the more. So I just started talking to that plant. I just started speaking to it. I know you're going to grow. I know you're going to, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, the conversion began to take place in in that plant. And it just began to grow and the leaves began to become more and more fuller with greed. And the brown was just automatically, it was just gone. And then I just started seeing vines just come all out. And it was just sprouting out to the point where I was like, okay, Okay, I'm gonna have to split this plant up in order to so that it can keep growing. And what am I saying? Some of you may be at the version where you feel like there is you're dead, that your life is dead, that the hurt has been so overwhelming that you feel like you have nothing love else to live for. I want to encourage you to turn that over to God. God has the green the green thumb for your life. And if you turn it over to him, if you trust him with your heart, if you trust him with your spirit, if you trust him with the, the, the issues that you're living with right now, the situation that you're dealing with right now, if you trust him with that, I guarantee you he will turn it all around. He will help you walk through it. Now, you, he may not remove it. He may not remove you from it, but guess what? He'll give you the strength to get through it. He'll give you the strength to overcome. His word will be that light to you in the midst of that dark tunnel. All you have to do now is just let him do it. Let him do it. And I guarantee you he will. I I, I know. I've just taken up a chunk of time, y'all, and just hoarded it. (laughs) Just sharing and encouraging. But, Doc, do you have anything to add? I've just been absorbing it like a sponge, just, just absorbing everything that's been said because it's so powerful and it's so you know, true, it's so real, you know, especially when you know that you've lived in this place or you know uh, you have friends or, 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 or family members that have, you know, lived in this place. And some I know, some friends that I know are still living in this place, you know, have hurt. They've shut themselves completely down. And it's, it's just just so real to hear it being 
you know, verbalized, to, to hear that this thing is not just something that's in your mind, but it's something that's real, is something that is right. existing, and it, there's a way out from it. There's a way to overcome, you know, and I, I love it because Prophetess Samantha was talking about how we're not the victims. We're, you know, God, God said we're overcomers, and I love that because right. that's what we are. And if we could get that in yes. our minds, if we could keep that at the top of our minds, that we're overcomers, we have the victory. Not we're not the victims, amen. And and I'm 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 just just engulfed in, in in everything that has been said because it's so real, it's so profound. We will be hurt, we will be disappointed. We're gonna have a whole lot of letdowns in life, but we don't have to stay there. Don't get stuck in that place. We are overcomers. I love it. I love it. Thank you all so much today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sis, Prophet Samantha. <clears throat> Amen, Prophet Savola. Is, is, this is just a, a powerful topic, and as I continue to think about what we talked about on today, I'm like, wow, this is a, a month of healing. You know, this is just the mm-hmm. surface. Yeah. This is wow. You know, and I, I just, I just think. Man, how much deeper are we going to go? How how powerful this topic is to to helping us as as women as sisters begin to walk in the fullness of who God created us to be. And when we begin to do that, you know, this is is when we talk about that self victimization part of healing, it's pulling back that that um, that layer of the onion. And yeah, it may cause you to cry a little glory, bit, glory. but get to the depths of it. If if you truly want to be healed, if you truly want to to walk in deliverance, sometimes it it is a process, and it's a process of hurting. You know, when a person has been cut in the natural, that's yeah. that's pain. And in order to to clean it out and to make sure that the the infection doesn't sit in, sometimes uh, the the healing process or the healing medicine causes a little bit of pain, but it's going to bring you to a place of of being wholeness and uh, of being whole and walking in wholeness. Um, that we're able to truly be all that God created us to be. I think one of the most powerful things for me when I was even going through this process of preparing was was seeing that God never created us to adapt to being a victim. Amen. That's one Come thing on, that's yeah. to, to be, to adapt to being a victim. That That's so unnatural, you know, and, and to getting to that place of just knowing that we are overcomers and, and desiring to be healed is probably one of the most powerful things, desiring to be healed and then walking it out, saying, yay, I'm more than a conqueror. I am going to be all that God created me to be. Amen. Glory. Amen. Amen. I was just thinking that, that you know, this is this is such an awesome time, Prophetess. I mean, for all of us, just, just I look at this and, I, and it just came to me, you know, this, is September, and, you know, September is the ninth month, and I was thinking about the ninth, you know, that's time to give, yeah. it's time of giving birth, you know, it's time of delivery, and I think that this is this is such a profound subject to study for this month, that the, the healing of hurts, you know, it's, this is powerful, it's time for us to give birth to, to and, and, and deliver all of our hurts, let it all go, it's time for us to, to understand that we don't have to stay in that process. So it's time for us to, to, to this, this, let's, let's enjoy this nice month. Let's, Amen. let's know that yes. this is the end of everything that I've been carrying. 
It's time for me to give birth to newness. It's time for me to give birth to new life. It's time for me to give birth to happiness, to joy, to strength. It's time to be del- to deliver. It's time Man. for us to deliver some powerful, powerful, awesome things that God has, has already placed within us. So we're coming out of those boxes yeah. of hurt. We're coming out of those boxes of disappointment. We're coming out of those places that have held us back. We are coming out. Hallelujah. And I'm excited yeah. about that. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a powerful time to go forth and, and just be explosive and know who you are in God. Hallelujah. I'm not a victim. That, that Amen. victimization is gone. I'm a new person yes. in Christ. You he, he said we are new creatures. All Amen. things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's a time for newness. I got my new shit yes. coming on. All of that extra weight that I had, I was carrying, <laughs> it's been released. And I, look, I, I'm strutting now. I got my stuff back. You know, I, 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 hey, I got my body back. I done let all Man. of that other stuff go. Amen. So when you look Amen. at this nice Amen. month, this is a powerful topic to study because, we, you know, we got to let all that stuff go. It it, it 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 held us back long enough. We got to go forth. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Well, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I just wanted to give a recap. This month, we are on the subject of Heal Me. Help me to heal. And ladies, you don't want to miss next week as we go into the segment. We're going to talk about the steps of overcoming the hurt that you're dealing with even the more. How to overcome denial and isolation and anger. Boy, that's going to be a hot topic next week as we jump into the subject. And before we get off the line today for this broadcast, we have a special person to chime in on us, and I hope that he's still on the line listening with us. But Bishop Hatcher, so awesome to have you with us this morning. If you would just provide us some closing comments as we come off of the broadcast today. Well, I'm thankful to God to hear this subject. I know it's a very sensitive subject, and a lot of people don't want to tackle this subject. But one of the things I will say to you all is that, you know, a lot of times when we're dealing with hurts, a lot of people don't know that it it will create incognitive behaviors. In other words, yeah. it will start creating behaviors that you don't know is operating in your life. And mm-hmm. people will think that, man, you might have a disorder or something. But you don't have a disorder. You just don't want to deal with hurt. You don't want to deal with what's going on in yeah. your life. But once you deal with it, it makes you healthy again makes you whole again. You know, you have that sense of awareness. You walk in your true identity. But you can't walk in your true identity if you don't really deal with the hurt. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating that you all said today. And uh, out here doing my power walk, just enjoying the conversation. Praise God. Thank you for joining us, Bishop. And ladies, as always, we thank you so much for being here with us on the broadcast. Remember to walk in the healing that God has given you today. If you don't remember any of the key things that came out of what we talked about today, I want you to remember that you can live beyond the hurt that you're dealing with right now. It's okay not to be the victim. Acknowledge the hurt, but don't live the hurt. Don't become the hurt. Be resilient. Take on the overcomer mentality. Give yourself a break. And, sister girl, live the life that God has given you to the fullness with the joy that God has blessed you with. We love you so much. We're here. We're in your corner. We're praying for you. And please join us next week as we go deeper into the subject on Help Me to Heal. And if you haven't received a copy of my book, Fearless, 
receive a copy today by going to our website at www.motivatepurpose.com. We love you. Thank you for joining us today on Women Camp, and we'll see you on the next broadcast next Saturday. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye.